Welcome to the TVA Devotions Podcast. We want you to be encouraged by the Word of God, whether this is your first or your 50th time to listen. We hope we add value to you through God's Word today. Hey, my name is Justin D, and I'm a head volleyball coach. Uh, I am the co-founder of the Volley Academy, but more importantly, I'm a follower of Christ. And uh, very often, I find myself away on the weekends recruiting at these huge club tournaments. And uh, I know that a lot of you guys are going to these club tournaments as well, and it takes us away from our home church, and it takes us away from our time with God. So I pray that why I started this podcast is to give an opportunity for you to hear from the Word of God and to have value added to you through the Word of God. And I don't think that I'm anything special. I don't have a uh, master's degree or a divinity degree. I didn't, never went to seminary, um, but I am a follower of Christ. And I pray that God speaks through me today to you through His Word. So let's jump right into it. Hey, guys. Today, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about... Uh, about finding the good um, in everyday life. But uh, I'm going to start off with an illustration. I I grew up in Orlando, Florida. Um, I have a half-sister, um, and I have a full brother, and uh, we grew up in Orlando. My brother is about two and a half years older than me. He's about three years older than me. We'll just go ahead and say three years. And, um, you know, as a kid growing up, you're, you're I'm with my brother a lot. So, uh, we kind of hang out together. We do things together. And, and uh, I hang out with my friends. And, you know, my brother would every once in a while would kind of uh, kind of ride his bike along with me or he'd walk along with me. We'd go and play baseball or we'd go do something. And I always felt like this, this different strength when my brother was around. Um, when my brother was there, I'd be talking to 10-year-olds and they'd be talking trash to me. and be like, oh, really? John D., take care of business. My 13-year-old brother at that time always took care of me. And he always uh, did whatever he needed to do to provide for me and to protect me from different things. And I, and I felt different. I felt in, like I felt a different strength in me when I knew that my brother was with me. And now my brother's not always with me. You know, he lives down in Orlando now. I live in Mississippi. So it's a little bit different. But I, I, I think of that illustration a lot whenever I think about, uh, about God. And uh, there, there's a word that I love to think about, and, and it's kind of broken down into three different areas. And I, the word that I want to talk to you today a little bit about is omni. The word omni comes from the Latin word omni, which means all or always. And uh, there are three words that omni is the root of or part of that I want to talk to you about God's characteristics today. And the first one is omniscient. Omniscient is broken down into omniscio. I took Latin in high school, so I get to be sound really, really smart. But omniscio basically means all-knowing. Scio is knowing, and, and omni is all. So God is omniscient. He is all-knowing. And he proves that to us in his word. In Isaiah 46, 9 and 10, it says, Remember the former things, those of long ago. I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me. I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times and what is still to come. I say my purpose will stand. In 1 John 3.20, it says, Whenever our hearts condemn us, for God is greater than our hearts, and he knows everything. 
So for me, God is omniscient. The next word I want to talk about is the word omnipotent, which is basically broken down as omnipotent. Omni is all and potent is powerful. God is all powerful. And he proves that to us in Jeremiah 32, 17, where it says, Ah, sovereign Lord, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. Nothing is too difficult for you. We used to sing a song when I was a Baptist growing up that says, nothing is too difficult for thee. All right, I minored in music, but not singing, so I won't go into it. But it just reminds me of this verse because it was based off this verse. And knowing that God is is all powerful and he can do anything. He is all powerful. And then the one I kind of want to jump into, and it kind of relates back to what I talked about at the beginning with my brother, is God is omnipresent, which means he is always present, always around. Psalm 139 verses 7 and 10 says, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. And I want to talk to you a little bit about today is inner cell moments. If you didn't listen to the last podcast, I really encourage you to go back and listen to it. But the inner cell moments, those times in your life where you're in the middle of something, where you're going through something. And I've heard it said before, you're either you're in three phases of your life. You're in one of these three phases. You're in the midst of trial. You've just gotten out of trial or you're about to go into trial. That's how we live every single month, every single day, every single second. We are in the midst of it. We just got through it. We're about to go into it. Jesus even said in John 16, 33, in this world, you will have trouble. So you're going to have troubles. You're going to be in the midst of trial. What are you going to be doing in the midst of those trials? How do you react? And I ask you not to react. Because if we react, we don't focus on what can be done. We focus on what is already done, that we have no control over the things that are already done. But if we act, we can move forward. Chuck Swindoll, I said it last week, says your attitude in life is 10% what happens to you and 90% the way you react to it. And I think about somebody that went through a big trial. His name is Job. And if you haven't heard about Job, it's a book in the Bible. Read the whole book. Take some time to take a look at it. But Job got basically everything taken away from him. His wife, his land, his money, everything that he had was taken away from him. And in Job 13, 15, it's one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible. Job says, though he slay me, yet I will hope or yet will I hope in him. The King James says, yet will I trust in him. And I think that a lot of times when we go through these trials, when we go through these troubles, we ask God, why? Why are you doing this to me, God? What did I do to you? And if you look at Paul and Silas back in the prison, they didn't say that. Their reaction, their action was to continually praise him even in the midst of their inner cell moments. So how do you 
handle your troubles. And you're like, well, Coach D, I'm not, I don't have any troubles. Well, guess what? You're about to go into some. You're like, well, Coach D, I just got through it, man. I don't need to worry about it anymore. Guess what? It's going to come again. As Jesus didn't say, you will experience trouble. He said, you will experience troubles. In this world, you will have troubles. You will have trouble. It's going to happen. And for me, I choose to believe God's promises. I believe that they are yes and amen. You can sing the song with me if you want to. But God's promises are always yes and amen. I also believe in my life that I have unanswered prayers. I've had them in my life. I, I look back and I say, God, you know, that's not what I wanted for my life. I don't think I deserve this. When I'm in the midst of something, I sit there and say, God, why are you doing this? I was nine years old when my dad died. I was 15 years old when my real father, the guy that loved me the most, died. And in the midst of those times, there were a lot of times where I say, cancer, you suck. Sorry for my language, but that's how I feel. And I believe that in that moment, God showed me this verse. It's in Romans 8, 28. You probably know it by the top of your brain. But it says, all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Now, later on, I'll break down to the second part of it. You have to love God. You have to be called according to his purpose. And so I hope that you love God and I hope that you are called according to his purpose. And if you love God, you are. But if we look at the first thing, it says, all things work together for good. I didn't say this. God did. In his word, Romans 8, 28 Go look it up if you don't believe me. So whatever you're going through right now, whatever you're about to go through, whatever you just went through, God is working it for good. So stop asking him, why, God, why? His ways are so much higher than our ways. Instead of saying, why, God, why, we need to say, what, God, what? What do you want to do through this trial, through this tribulation, through this thing I'm going through right now? Because right now it has beaten me up and it's beaten me down. And some days I'll be honest with you, I ask God, where are you? And then I have to understand he has promised us that he is omnipresent. Now, if I say, God, this thing is bigger than you. I have to understand that he is omnipotent. He is all powerful. And I say, God, maybe you don't know what I'm going through. And then I have to think about God is omniscient. He knows those things. And even in those days, God works it for good. It's not easy. Here, I want to tell you something. What if I could tell you that every single day of your life is good? What if I said today that every day of life is good? Would that change your life? Would that move the needle in your life from depressed to blessed? And I'm telling you today that here's God's promise to you, that every single day is a good day. Every single day is a wonderful day. All things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And you're sitting there and you're saying, well, Coach D, you just don't understand what's going on in my life right now. I don't. You're right. Ding, ding, ding. Way to go. Because I can't help you right now. I'd love to. But I want to tell you about somebody that can. You're like, 
Coach, there's no way that this can work out for good. And I have to think about the word omni again. It doesn't say some things work together for good for some of those people who love God and some of the people that are called according to his purpose. It says omni. It says all things work together for good. Today is a good day. What you're going through right now, though it seems so extreme and so big, God's going to work it together for good. You have got to find the good. And that's what we talk about today, finding the good. And our team this past year, we wanted to find the good. And we sang a song at church this past weekend. It was amazing. And I love the song. And, and it was to a totally different thing that, that my pastor was talking about. But Elevation Worship sings this song. And it's called Sea of Victory. Some of you know it, and as I start to get to know this whole podcast thing, I'll start putting it on here, but I don't have the music for it right now. So I just want to tell you the lyrics, and I want to read through the lyrics. It says, the weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail, because the God I serve knows only how to triumph. My God will never fail. Oh, my God will never fail because I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory for the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory for the battle belongs to you, Lord. There's power in the mighty name of Jesus. Every war he wages, he will win. I'm not backing down from any giant because I know how this story ends. Yes, I know how this story ends. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory for the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory for the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to worship my way through this battle. I'm going to worship my way through because you take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. You turn it for my good. The song goes on, but that's the core thing I want to help you understand today. John 16, says, in this world, you will have troubles. And I stopped on purpose. It's Jesus who's talking in John 16, And he says, in this world, you will have troubles. Guess what? Here's a promise. You will face trials. But the rest of that verse says, take heart. I have overcome the world. What that means is I'm omnipotent. I'm all powerful. What that means is that my God will never fail because the God I serve knows only how to triumph. I'm going to see a victory. And today you're going to see a victory. When you're in the midst of trial, you're going to see a victory. How? Because you live and you love and you are around and right by you like my brother was when I was 10 years old. Right now, Jesus is omnipresent. He's with you right now. He knows what you're going through and he has the power to see a victory through you. 
What the enemy meant for evil, God is going to turn for good. You need to find the good today. Again, the verse Romans 8, 28 says, all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And right now, if you don't love God and you are not called according to his purpose, you need to make that decision today. You need to understand that God is at work. He's at work in my life. And in the midst of that time where I was asking God why, God said, don't ask me why, Justin. Ask me what you want to do through this. Because in 30 years from now, I'm going to ask you to do something over the internet that's going to touch somebody's life. It's going to tell them that even in the midst of my trial, my very worst day, I thought, is when my stepfather died. But I'll tell you later about what God did through my stepfather. And I'll tell you later about what God did through me in the last 30 years. God turned it for good. And he's turning what you're going through for good as well. Find the good. I'm going to leave you with this verse, Psalm 118, 24. It's one of my favorite verses as well. We talk about it on the, on the court because guess what? Today is a new day for you. Today is the only day that you have that's today. Let me say that again in a little bit clearer. Today is the only day that you are able to work through what today is going to bring through you. And in Psalm 118, 24, it says, the Lord has done it this very day. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Today, God's doing something through you. And whatever he's doing, you got to understand that he is working it for your good. If you're in the midst of it, he's working it for your good. And you're going to see a victory. You're going to see a victory. Because the battle belongs to God. And he is omnipotent. He's omniscient and he's omnipresent. He's there with you now. He's with us now. So I just want to acknowledge him. I want to talk to him and I want to pray to him. God, in the midst of troubles, in the midst of trials, it's so hard to see your hand. Lord, help us to trust your heart. Help us to see that you're omniscient that you know that we're going through. Nothing, you know the number of hairs on our head. There's nothing that happens on this earth or beneath the earth or over the earth or anywhere that you don't know about. So you know what we're going through and you, you love us. Lord, for those that love you, I pray that you'd help us to understand that all things work together for good. God, for those that don't love you, that don't know you, I pray that you bring them to a knowledge of you. They would experience your presence. They would experience your power. More importantly, they'd experience your grace and mercy. They'd experience your forgiveness. They're trying to do it on their own. They're getting beat up. What the enemy meant for evil, Lord, is only turning out to be evil. Because they don't know you. And they don't love you and they aren't called according to your purpose. Everybody is, but Lord, they have not realized that yet. So I pray for anybody that's listening right now that, that Lord, you would touch them and you would tell them that you died for them. For what they're going through right now. That you are able, 
that yes, we are going to have troubles, but Lord, you have overcome the troubles. You have overcome the trials. And what the enemy meant for evil, Lord, you will turn it for good. I praise you that you never fail. And I praise you that that knowledge is in my head. Help us to understand that as we go throughout this week, as we go throughout this weekend, Lord, for the people that are traveling to tournaments, I pray you give them safe travels. I pray you keep them from injury. I pray that again, we would say, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, I pray every single day we find the good. Thank you so much. In your name, amen. Today's a great day. Whether you've just gone through something, you're about to go into something, or you're in the midst of trial, you're going to see a victory. I really encourage you to find that on YouTube, to find it on Apple Music or Spotify or whatever you listen to, Google Music. Find that one, Elevation Worship, See a Victory. Listen to it now. Because God is going to turn what you're going through, the trials of your life, whatever it might be. If you haven't experienced trials yet, Put this on pause and come back to it when you do. But I promise you, God's going to lead you to victory because the battle belongs to him and he's omnipotent and he's going to turn it for good. I just ask that you look and you find the good by praising him through it. Though he slay me, still I will trust in him. I will put my hope in him. What a great promise. What a great God we serve. Have a great week. And thank you for listening.